favorite dinosaur. Anyways, welcome to the Saints of the Podcast. I'm on my great, great, great. Hey guys, before we get into this podcast, I just wanted to remind you that Ray Zoo has a whole variety of uh, of podcasts, including Creative Core. Uh, we also have Saying Stuff Podcast, Saying Stuff After Hours. Um, we also do vlogs, which are coming out soon. And we're also working on a bunch of other projects behind the scenes. So links for everything will be in the description below. Alright you guys, welcome to the Creative Core Podcast. Uh... This week I have a guest with me. I used to be in his band a long time ago. Uh, his name is Cozy. Hi, how's it going? Um, so, thanks for being on the podcast with me. Oh, anytime. <laughs> uh so, what was the moment that you decided to start making music? Oh, God. Man. Maybe I should have told you to, hey, can I look at the questions first before... <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, it's probably better to think off the spot. Uh, ma- like, making our own music or just picking up a guitar and um, or both? So, this is just you. We'll just go with it. Just picking up the guitar first. Okay. Um, well, <laughs> I always tell people that I was born into it out of the womb. Because my parents both have very huge musical backgrounds. Uh, my dad played drums in numerous bands, and my mom has the voice of a goddess, and that's not an understatement. Um, like Pat Benatar type stuff. Uh, um, so, but for myself, uh, I started playing drums when I was probably three. Um, I it's crazy to think about. I'll be playing drums for about 20 years. Uh, Guitar-wise, though, probably wasn't until about sixth grade. Uh, my buddy and I did a talent show, and uh, first song I ever learned was "You Give Love a Bad Name" by Bon Jovi. Um, was could even sing. Uh, I sang it, not probably very well for being 12 or 13, um, but it really didn't come into vocals well. Vocals, I would say, until about high school when I started doing choir. Um, that really helped me develop, I guess, the overall hook of being a musician. So then what led to the band getting together the very first time? Oh, man. So the band uh, has gone through quite a lot. I won't try to get through to or bore you with all of it, but um, we initially started out as a three-piece. It was... Uh, it was myself on guitar and vocals, my uh, bass player, uh, Brett, and my dad was playing drums. And I always strived, wanted to be in a band after seeing my dad and mom both play through numerous ones. And uh, Brett came to me in eighth grade, wanted to learn how to play guitar, asked him if he'd learn how to play bass. He said, sure. And we went from there, and from there we went uh, and added our guitarist, John, um, became a four-piece, and then eventually we had a um, uh, another friend of ours, Doug, who played drums and replaced my dad because we wanted to be a teenage band, had a few falling outs, my dad came back, and it was Brett, John, myself, and my dad, um, and then 
just some other things happened through a couple of years. And uh, my dad passed away a couple of years ago, um, which was probably one of the hardest things to deal with. Um, but luckily we, we were able to carry on. I switched to drums. Uh, this is when Eric was in the band uh, at this point. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, Brett and I had some creative differences, so I asked Eric if he would play and my sister stepped up. We had another guy named Sailor kind of take over my guitar parts and we were that for a while. And then eventually we just decided to, with everyone going to college, kind of disband and it was just John and I and we started to write some songs. And then a couple of years ago, Brett, John uh, and I and my friend Daniel decided to play one New Year's Eve night and uh, we decided there was something here and since 2017 we've been reformed and kind of learning new songs and then here we are, 2020. Um, at this point I normally ask what's like the best project you feel like you've had but this is going to be your first um album <laughs> yeah uh so you i know for a fact that you guys have done a bun- bunch of live shows i played a few with you guys you got uh, us a few of them actually yeah <laughs> um so what would you think would be your favorite live show that you've ever played oh man Ooh. um there's a couple. Um, actually, most of them are from last year. We only played out twice last year, and that was because we took um, a step back. I mean, I guess I say step back, but really it was a step forward, but out of the playing atmosphere to record our album. Uh, we played at Trojan City Music um, over the summer, and I Personally, that was the first time we ever played anything that we wrote live. Um, we debuted six original songs and I think played like eight covers. And uh, that to me will probably be a staple going forward to one of the best things because uh, we're all in some way remotely around here. I mean, we're all in different places now. Um like Daniel lives down in Kentucky and he comes up here and still jams and plays with us. And does he have any plans on moving closer? Um, as far as I know, we've talked a little bit about it. I think he would like to eventually, but, uh, right now he's just, he's going to NKU. So it'd be kind of silly for him to come up now and move up here. Um, he lives about almost two hours away and he would still come to every Saturday or Sunday practice over the summer. And uh, we still try to, we're all in school. So we all try to get together at least once a month um, to just make sure nothing gets rusted over. But uh, yeah, definitely playing Trojan city music um, being just right in our backyard, downtown, not having to bring our full PA equipment was nice too. Um, And just, playing in front of friends and family was just really, really awesome. Um, and we also played a, an acoustic show uh, over the uh, September called Porch Fest that was in Troy. And that was something really different for us that we've never like fully stripped down and played. And uh, those two, will, again, probably a staple moving forward. Um, other than that, we played the Strawberry Festival for like four or five years in a row and those were always super fun to play in front of 
couple hundred people. Um, so the album that you're working on now, uh, you said you have a few songs already made and just got a few more to add. Yeah. Uh, is there any kind of like storyline to the album or is it just a bunch of songs that you decided to put together? Um, no, I don't know. It, in a way, I guess there is a story to be told. Um, because the way I look at it as we are a rock band. I mean, there's no doubt about it. But with that being said, once the album is done and it's out there and we give it to people, my favorite thing I think about it is that there's going to be something on there for everyone. Like we have a song that, you know, sounds like Green Day, you know, more punkish side. And then we have stuff that's like Avenged Sevenfold, you know, Five Finger Death Punch type stuff. And then we could slow it way down to like a power ballad that you'd hear maybe from like Aerosmith or something like that. And so in a way, I guess there is a story to be told that we all come from different backgrounds of music. I mean, we all generally like the same core groups, but we all have our outliers. Like Daniel likes a lot of the older 60s, 70s stuff. John is a huge Green Day fan, which when I first met John, I was not a huge Green Day fan. I'm still not a huge Green Day fan, but I way more appreciate them than I did so many years ago because I just didn't care. Um, But if anyone that knows me, I'm a huge, huge Kiss fan. Always will be. Sad that they're on their quote-unquote final tour. We'll see. They said that 20 years ago, too. Mm -hmm. But we definitely have some kiss elements. My drum playing definitely has some elements of that. Um, but I, I guess the overall thing is just maybe like, there's not like a story. It's not like a concept album by any means, but we do talk about things that are close, near and dear to us. Um, I, like I have a song about my dad passing. We have a song about us being home, not forgetting where we're at. Um, you know, every band needs a love song. There's some stuff <laughs> intertwined in there too but uh i think that's probably the best thing about it and could be a i guess a backslide too because we don't have we have a defined sound but i think in some ways it could hurt us because since it doesn't all sound the same i guess in a way but i think more people will look at it as a positive thing i mean i feel like right now especially with top artists like Billie Eilish and Halsey, uh, if you go through and listen to their albums, m- pretty much none of the music on their songs is identical. No, oh, 100%. Song. So I feel like that would possibly work out re- pretty well for you guys. Um, so moving forward with the band, is there anything that you're trying to want to do? Uh, anything that we can expect? Um, <laughs> it's funny. You say that because Daniel and I always make jokes by Daniel and I, I mean, Daniel, uh, he'll be like, oh, let's save this for the second album. And I'll be like, whoa, let's uh, let's get the first one done first. Um, I mean, the goal here is obviously to get it out. Uh, We wanted it out last summer at the end of the summer, but just with the sheer volume that we had to attack on. I mean, it just wasn't possible. Um, 
I mean, lots lots of bands sometimes take a couple years to you know write stuff like this, and that's pretty much where we're at. But, um, I mean, just to have the album out, hopefully by the summer. I mean, like I said, there's still some stuff we have to finish and write, but and just on top of that, to tour and like I said, we're trying to kick down the door and make something of ourselves. So we're going to try to do a mini tour, promote ourselves as much as we can. I've already contacted several places for us over the summer. Um, and just if we get good response, which we did last year for the couple shows that we played, the next step would be to record the album in a real studio. Cause right now we just record in my basement, which I, I do have, you know, good enough technology, but to get it professionally done would be the goal. And then to see where we are from there, if album two could happen. So basically you want to come out with this album and then like have it redone and remastered. Pretty much. Um, my, I have recording equipment. Um, thankfully, that my my dad bought before long before he passed away, and we've been using that. And I pretty much have a good grasp and knowledge of how to use it and make everything, <clears throat> which is which is fine and all. Uh, but to me, I have it on CDs and it sounds good. But I feel like maybe if it was on a streaming service, it wouldn't sound as great as I think it would. Um, considering we're not in a professional studio. Um, but I'm not sure we're not, not, I'm not totally decided. We as a band haven't decided, but mostly what we have talked about is pretty much, this would be a demo of the album. And if we get good responses from people, then we would do it all over again for real or just move to album two. We're not sure. <laughs> um, so there is a lot with music that you are good at. Uh, thank you. I try to be humble, but thank you. I know you know how to play bass, drums, guitar. I think you know how to play piano. A little, little bit. Yeah. Um, is there any tips that you would have for other creators who want to start making music? Oh, wow. Um, I think, especially nowadays, it's so so much easier to pick up and learn something, especially with media and YouTube. And I can't tell you how many ads I get, like a oh, musician or the stupid Fender Play thing, which I I would never use. Honestly, I hate Fender. But uh, no, just kidding. I love Fender. You know, just in case the wild chance they listen to this, but um. I think to be is to me it'd be to never give up honestly um I have went through my hardships in playing and have been to the point where I want to take every guitar I own and smash it and that's the truth because musician being a musician while can be super fun can also be super frustrating I mean even through writing this album there's been times where I'm just like why am I doing this and it's mainly because I'm pissed off. There's a lyric I can't find, or if I'm recording, there's a drum riff that I can do live, but can't record it for whatever reason. And that would be my biggest thing is just to never give up because music has helped me tremendously throughout my life, whether listening or playing. Um, I've always told anyone that knows me that if you want to get into music, I'm always here to help. Like I've had people ask about guitar lessons, although no one's 
fully actually ever <laughs> taken them from me or drum lessons or anything like that. I'm always welcome to, you know, offering my house up for musical enlightenment or just, I mean, I'm by no means, you know, an A plus teacher or the best on the planet. And I know that, you know, I'm, I try to be, I try to be very, very humble when playing because I know there's people out there that are better than me that are more skilled, have more years on me. I'm only 22. You know, there's people playing that are 45 that have had 40 years of experience playing. But if you have the interest to play an instrument, whether it be guitar, whether it be violin, you know, flute, drums, whatever, you know, do it. It's simple as that. I mean, don't don't let anyone tell you that's stupid or not. Music is a great outlet, and for anyone that wants insight, or I've probably been through just about everything with it. So, yeah, definitely never to give up. I, number one thing. Um, so I think that's all the questions I have. Damn. Obviously, we'll go more into it when we can get the whole band here. Yeah, for sure. Hopefully, I have a lot more mics, and we can. Yeah, we'll mic everyone up. I mean, uh, I I give a little more background on them since they're not here. If you'd like, uh, yeah, if you want to, yeah. Um, I feel like I wouldn't be doing <laughs> myself, the band, or them justice. Um, so obviously, I mean, I'll, I guess I'll start with myself. Um, my name is Cozy Goiter. I'm 22 years old, and uh, I play drums and share co-lead vocals and bolted down. Um. I've pretty much talked about myself throughout the whole thing. So I guess that's really, all I need to say, uh, I'll move over to Brett. Um, I've talked a little bit about him. He's, uh, uh, I've known him since eighth grade. Uh, close, close friend of mine, been through hell and back with him, uh, friendship wise and band wise. Um, dude is a phenomenal bass player for an instrument that really gets pushed away because you're not shredding on a guitar or banging the fuck out of drums. Um, he doesn't get enough credit. Uh, he played jazz band, for, I think, for at least three years, if not all of high school uh, and bass. And just, he blows me away. Some of the riffs that you'll hear on this album, especially uh, in Home and uh, our metalish song, Hellfire, is it's more complicated than the guitar at some points. So, and he sings in that song too. So I don't know how he does it, but vocally and bass playing wise, man doesn't get enough credit. He has a very good range and even sings some of the higher stuff that I just, that I could sing, but with playing drums and flailing my arms like a crazy inflatable tube man, um, it's a little bit harder for me to fully project, especially sitting down. So definitely, he is the backbone uh, that no one talks about because we like to give him shit because he's a bass player. Because I mean, the only thing below bass players, keyboardists. So, <laughs> but uh, nah, Brett. Brett's Brett's been a big help, and uh, I can't thank him enough. Um, I, next, I'd probably say about Daniel. Is uh, I've known Daniel since. Oh God, probably I think. Th- I was third grade. He was second grade. He used to live in the cul-de-sac next to me. Um, and we went to the same elementary school and then he moved to Florida and then came back to live with his dad in Kentucky. 
and just throughout all the years he was gone in Florida, he always came back up and visited me and uh, like through Christmas and summer break. And he and I always shared the same music interests, but it was weird. Like him playing guitar, like it never crossed my mind. It was just like one day he was a guitarist, which in retrospect, I guess makes sense because his dad was big guitar player and uh, his stepdad was too. So he went to an art school <laughs> down in Florida. So I guess I'm not super surprised. And that's how he kind of got his push. And the dude, I, I can't even say it enough, melts your face off. And that's probably an understatement. He, uh, his technique and like just his style is something like you may have heard, but like when you see the guy behind the guitar who's playing, you're like, that guy shouldn't be playing guitar. <laughs> no dog on him. And I guess, I think the most impressive thing about him is he doesn't use a guitar pick. Yeah, if I remember correctly, from the, I think the one time I met him, he used his fingers. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. He he gets lots of comments on his fingernails <laughs> on his right hand because uh, people are like, why is your fingernails so long? And then there's been a few times where he's like, give me a fucking guitar and I'll show you. But, uh, um, yeah. And I think that's definitely a lost art too. You know, most people play with a pick, which obviously is fine. Um, Brett, you know, Brett also plays with his fingers. You know, most, I think rock bassists usually play with a pick. Yeah. I played with a guitar pick when I was in the band too. I I mean, I would play with a guitar pick too, if I was in a band. So, or if I was, (laughs) wow, that's pretty bad. If I played bass in a band, I would too. I mean, I can play with my fingers over the years. I've gotten better with it too. But like, what between Daniel and John, or Daniel and John, Daniel and Brett, like just being able to do that is something that is crazy. And you'll see once the album is fully out that just what he does, some of his solos, and he does it with literally just his fingernails is crazy. Now, I wouldn't be doing myself justice, but I do play one of the guitar solos on the album. <laughs> one. But it's the one song that has three guitar solos in it. So, um, be on the lookout for that. It's a song called Rock and Roll. I play the first solo, but it doesn't matter because Daniel plays it live. Cause I was about I, to say, how would that work? Yeah, he, Daniel, um, I have a written one that I wrote. Daniel does a variation of it. It's not the same thing because obviously I didn't physically write out what I did um I mean I know what I played and we kind of talked about it and he plays something close um we look at it as like Tony Iommi from uh, Black Sabbath he never played the same solo twice the same so and without further ado lastly would be uh John um his name's John Gall and he uh again um I've known him probably since about eighth, eighth, ninth grade, all because of Brett. Um, Brett was uh, childhood best friends with him, and uh, John has been through me with some t- some tough times. Um, he's been through it all with me, especially when we took the step back to just record songs ourselves. And uh, the dude is very, very very humble uh he doesn't give himself hardly any credit or credits due but i will say he is probably the one that has improved the most over his tenure and with us just because he wasn't the biggest singer which none of us really were to be quite honest but uh, he goes to college for music education 
along with Brett too. And, uh, just his vocal range and how he sounds has just been tremendous and just the change. And I mean, his guitar playing has been just upgraded through the years. And the nice thing about him is he really is like our Jack of all trades because the man also plays keyboards if we need him to. And the dude plays a killer saxophone that he'll never, ever give himself credit for. Um, he's, phenomenal we're actually trying to incorporate his sax into the uh actually two or three of the songs and with talking about brass instruments uh brett plays trombone and again phenomenal trombone player and we're also trying to incorporate that with him too right that's what we're kind of going for too is that you know we wanted to try something different we didn't just want to be you know, cutthroat, two guitars, a bass player, drums. Like, we all have the ability to play other instruments, hence why I play a guitar solo on one of the songs. I do a couple of the smaller guitar backing tracks just to give it some more, I guess, length and filler in it. But, um, yeah, I mean, we're even trying to throw in the keyboard. I know that there's a chance I may play bass on a song. Daniel might play bass on a song. You know, it just it just kind of depends what this last few songs we're working on calls for. But uh, to get back to John, John's just great, great musician and great friend, not only just in the band, <clears throat> but he's helped me through a lot of tough times that I've had to deal with the last couple of years. Like I said, dad passed away a couple of years ago. So he, um, he was there through all of it. I'm not that the rest weren't, but it was a little more important just because he kind of helped the dream of bolted down, keep going. Um, which was hard because I thought we were done and it was just no, no fair to anyone else to come in and play drums other than my dad and like try to compare and compare them. Cause that just wouldn't have been fair. So, you know, I made the choice and, uh, decided to switch to play drums, which was kind of ironic. Cause a few weeks before my dad passed, I told him, I was like, I miss playing drums. Like I need to get back out there and just either start a second band or do something. But definitely John has been a pivotal point. And the three, the three of us, Daniel, Brett and I have always said that if John quit, we'd be fucked. <laughs> so uh, he, I'd say that Brett's the backbone, but we're all the backbone. Like if one of us drops, I, honestly, if any one of them quit, I wouldn't want to do it anymore. Honestly, I would do stuff on my own for sure um, because music's in my blood, but they are my three closest best friends. And if uh, any one of them was just, didn't want to do it anymore or just wasn't feeling it. I'd be one pretty devastated, but two, I think I would have to find a different outlet for sure. Um, thanks for being on the podcast. No problem. Probably uh, just talked everyone's ear off, but I mean, that's what a podcast is. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and if you wanted to shout out your guys's socials. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, you can, you can find us on Facebook. We are bolted down. There is uh, pictures of us, some videos of uh, a few of the gigs last year and previous um, gigs from uh, years ago. I know we did a benefit for my dad four or five years ago um, that's on there that was live streamed of our performance. 
Um, <laughs> hell yeah, Eric is actually in in that uh, in that one. That was that was a good, that was probably another good show. I'd probably say was another tipping point for me of something I'll never forget. Um, I'm surprised you guys didn't do it like yearly and just donate money to the Cancer Foundation. Yeah. Uh, well, it, it's kind of hard because I mean, <clears throat> with only it wasn't just obviously us it was us and then uh it was my dad and mom's old band called tarp and uh i ended up playing drums for their entire set of i don't even know how many songs which was a whole nother experience because although i had heard these songs over and over again because they played in our basement sitting down and playing drums and even singing some with them was definitely different but uh it's just hard because some of the guys are a little older nowadays um and just to get everybody together at that magnitude would be kind of hard because there was like, I think, eight of us playing for TARP, um, maybe seven. I don't remember. But uh, um, now I got to think about it. I, th- <laughs> I think there was, well, there was three guitarists, a bass player, my mom. So that'd be five, uh, six or seven. Yeah. Anyways, uh, math, I don't care. Um <laughs> But yeah, uh, definitely uh, bolted down on Facebook. Um, we also have an Instagram account at bolted dot down, and the dot is a period, not the physical word dot. I've had people ask me about that, and I'm like, no, it's 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 just the period. Um, uh, I'm the main backer of that Instagram account, um, so if you are trying to contact us, you're pretty much talking to me because uh, the other guys handle the Facebook account. Um, we also do have an email for booking. It is bolted down 18 at gmail.com. Again, it's kind of just me. <laughs> um, we all have access to it, but odds are I'll be the one that'll reply to you. Um, so, and I, I don't think I'd be doing myself justice if I didn't shout out my own self. Uh, I'm also trying to do some solo stuff this, uh, over the summer and just the next couple of months of just, uh, playing, bars i guess around troy pick tip area um just my acoustic and myself so if you ever need to want to contact me or give me a shot my email is uh c goiter goiter being spelled g-e-u-d-e-r 16 at gmail.com i will answer probably the fastest you'll ever seen if you actually email me but uh yeah for myself or bolted down that's the way to get us, we'll play, you know, parties, bars, events, you know, we're trying to do the Strawberry Festival again this year, so like anything, we won't say no, um, you know, we, we try not to, I think at this point we're good enough to charge, you know, like, we made money for both gigs that we played last year, um, so we aren't necessarily free, I guess, um, but I mean, we also, depending on the circumstance, would be. Op- depending on how big the venue is. Yeah, that. like you know, if especially if your family, friends, or something like that, you know, obviously not that big of a deal. But you know, if we're traveling, you know, thirty, forty-five minutes where we have to lug all of our equipment, and I drive a minivan boat, pretty much, <laughs> when it comes to gas mileage, you know, we would like something. So uh, we tend not to charge too much, but. Most of the time, we just see how everything is. 
Um, thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Creative Core Podcast. More episodes will be coming your way in the near future, as in next next week after you know this is recorded. Uh, <laughs> thanks again for to Cozy for coming on to the podcast. Anytime. Uh, we'll talk to you guys later.